0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email Mark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Hi, good morning, Mark. You are so handsome today. and. You're so kind. I'm just so, so pleased to be here with you and have this marvelous opportunity to debate the issues of the day on live radio, and may I say that your opinions, while I disagree with them, are always well thought out, well reasoned. Well, I don't know about that. but <laughs> Neither uh,
2: do yeah. I, to be honest with you, but, but I'm trying to be kind. Yeah, Joe put on the Be Kind bumper sticker on his shirt, and the next thing you know, it, it has... caught fire. It has. <laughs> it burned <laughs> it, up. It has, well, it, it has this super-duper ultra-gorilla grip adhesive, but it won't stick to you. No, it won't stick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weird. I've tried to apply it everywhere. Get off my yard. Joe's favorite My lawn, friend. my lawn. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. It is WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, that's as nice as Joe gets, but I'll tell you what, uh, he's a great conservative uh, thinker and uh, hasn't forgotten anything since yesterday. And so as a result, <laughs> uh, we use him for historical context on many of these discussions as well. On the mark, is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is over. You can call us 1 800 795 9565. Throughout our program, you are welcome to email us at onthemarkwdkok.com. And uh, let's see, you can text us at 70236. That is the Text Connect system. Now, what that involves is uh, we ask that you are. Um, <laughs> we ask that <laughs> you, you. I'm, I'm sorry, Joe's handing here. me a note <laughs> that says Fred Milk. Okay, so. See, that doesn't ring a bell with you. You sent me a big story about it, Congressman Keller. (laughs) That's in the emails. Open it up. It's in the emails. Okay. Well, that's what I. Okay. Well, let's start out with that since (laughs) I let the cat out of the milk bag there. Uh, Yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah, Connect. That's our system where we send out messages and let you know that there's breaking national or local news. Dead celebrities. Kirk Douglas would be one example that we sent out not too long ago, about a week ago. And uh, we also would tell you about tornadic weather that's coming your way or anything important that you. you need to know closed roads in your area. Um, this is something that we could send out via Text Connect. So, all right, uh, thank you so much, Joe, for reminding me that uh, Fred Trump, Fred Keller, our U.S. Congressman. Well, I think Congressman. you're doing this deliberately though? No, <laughs> no, uh, believe you me. Saying stupid things, <laughs> well, it comes natural, but I'm not doing it intentionally. Uh, yeah, uh, Fred Keller, our Congressman, of course, from Kramer, PA, uh, is uh, monitored, or probably heard about, I sincerely doubt that he was watching it live, I didn't even know about this until Congressman Keller told us about it. Uh, but apparently, Joaquin Phoenix made some references, some bizarre references to milk and so on. And since I drink literally a quarter milk a day, <laughs> I was offended too. But anyway, Joe, why don't you take that? Now, this is a news release right. from the Congressman's office.
1: Says Congressman Fred Keller, on Monday, slammed Hollywood actor Joaquin Phoenix for his insensitive remarks about the dairy industry in his acceptance speech for winning Best Actor for his role in The Joker, which, by the way, was was a joke. He didn't deserve that award. During his acceptance speech at last night's Academy Awards, Phoenix blamed an egocentric worldview for a culture where one species can exploit another with impunity. We feel entitled to artificial, artificially inseminate a cow, and when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for her calf, and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. In response, Congressman Keller released the following statement. Joaquin Phoenix, winning Best Actor for playing the Joker, fits him to a T because his comments would have been laughable were they not so offensive. Phoenix's rambling remarks about America's dairy industry prove how out of touch he is with the hardworking Americans who grow our food and create healthy communities. Phoenix's Hollywood elite view of the world has clearly blinded him to the sacrifice and struggles of America's dairy farmers. When I travel Pennsylvania's 12th Congressional District and meet with farmers, I am always impressed with their work ethic, thoughtfulness, and desire to help others despite facing generational industrial hardships and a libelous onslaught from anti-dairy activists. The callousness he showed in the speech last night proves he needs to get out of his Hollywood bubble to see how real Americans make a living. His remarks were detestable, not just to me, but to the many hardworking family farmers across Pennsylvania's 12th congressional district, with whom I speak on a regular basis.
2: So, Joaquin Phoenix over the top with his remarks about milk, I had never really thought of it that way. You know, I certainly could appreciate somebody wanting to rethink maybe the way we commonly do things, you know, in an industry or anything else. But uh, let's suppose that he worded it, a lot of this is to the cow's advantage. You know, I mean, the cows, the cows will have to and, be milked and, and, and taken care of. And uh, I mean, the food is given to them and they get a lot of them get to live in the outdoors and, <laughs> and have a relaxing life. So I, I don't know. I know we are exploiting animals, but that's the nature of farming. So that doesn't bother me. But uh, we steal her baby. I, I didn't realize what do that we do with it. I, I, I guess we eat it. Is that veal? Well, it could be, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Usually, if you see a farm, you do see calves that are nearby. But I guess in this particular case,
1: well, was, uh, killing calves would seem to be a stupid thing to do if you intend. Well, to no, ki- they don't. Run well, I milk. I guess they run the them they industry.
2: Want, they would kill them if you want veal. But uh, um, I, don't, I don't know. But you know, it's it's funny. See, people. Hollywood is wondering why the ratings are so low. You know, some people said, "Well, they don't like the host because usually they're sort of politically pointed and so on." And the ratings were lower than ever. I—that's uh, in the headlines there. I have the—I think I printed that out in the headlines. But the ratings were as low as they've ever been in the past. You know, sort of modern era Oscars. Um, but that's you know when why. the Oscars
1: were good. Nobody Back wants to be Bob chastised
2: Hope... for their simple, basic milk and cereal decisions.
1: When Bob Hope was running the Oscars. They were fun. They were family-oriented. He was the host? Yes, for many years. For many years. But now it's all political. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix gets his thing in, uh... Who else? There was somebody else who made a political. Oh, uh, Brad Pitt made a comment about the impeachment. Oh,
2: that's you know, right. Well, that was silly. Like, what's his name only got 40, 30, 45 seconds. Yeah, he got 45, forty-five seconds more. Yeah, more than um, than uh, what's his name? Got yeah, it. What's his name? Good God. Old what's his name? <laughs> yeah, the book. Mike, uh,
1: Thank Bolton. you. My, not Michael Bolton. John Bolton. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bolton. He could probably get some time. He could at the fill Oscars. forty more than forty-five minutes. So or forty-five seconds. But anyway, yeah, and you know, maybe
2: Joaquin has an has an Idea here, you know, the idea that uh, you know maybe farming is not necessarily ideal. Maybe there's a, a better way to do it. I know a lot of farmers have switched to automatic milkers. Well, who do
1: we milk then if the, we want if we want milk in our cereal and we can't have cows? I imagine we couldn't do the same thing to goats. Well, Some
2: people like goats' milk. I, I think we should milk cows, and um, automatic milkers are a great way because cows get uncomfortable if they don't get milked enough. But and if so, they've
1: never if they haven't been pregnant artificially inseminated, that wouldn't be an
2: issue with it. <laughs> well, I guess we could. <laughs> (laughs) Stop it. Nip it in the bud, I suppose, in that (laughs) manner. But uh, in any event, all the way back around to this, to the Oscars, time and place. Time and place. You know, keep junk out of the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars. I watched a tiny little bit of the red carpet to see some of the dresses, and that is it. And uh, the rest of it, um, you know, I'm just as good seeing what the awards are. So you like to see the sexy ladies, and then you turn out. Sexy. (laughs) Ah. Pretty ladies, yeah, yeah they're pretty, uh, it, it, but the outfits are just really something. I, but uh, you know, it's opulence. It's kind of like a gossipy thing. You know, my lovely. When bride you stop and to I think that these people who
1: it. tell us how to live and how we should behave, well, yeah, and that's where spend that's more on place. a dress than
2: some people make in a year. That's out of place, and I just think that the. Um, you know, I certainly appreciate the viewpoint. I'm glad that he is boning up on a farm industry. I guarantee he's never been on a dairy farm. I don't think he's farm. boning up on it. I think he's just shooting from the hip. Right. I doubt that he's ever been on a dairy farm. Uh, but anyway, so... Well, yeah,
1: we should invite him to one. Congressman Keller should invite him to oh, a Pennsylvania dairy Oh, I know. A good one up in farm. New
2: Columbia. It's got the automatic milkers. they got hundreds of cows. They take fabulous care of them. The place is meticulously clean. And does clean. Joaquin
1: Phoenix ever drink milk? In which case he would, I would think, be he a hypocrite. almond milk. Almond milk. Well, what about the almond trees? He ripped yeah. the almond away from its mother. Well, yeah.
2: Well, no. You know how they get almonds out of the tree? If you've ever seen it, they shake the tree. They have this great big. Well, that device. can't be good for no. them. No,
3: <laughs> that tree hates that.
2: Oh, uh, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
4: Oh, the idiocy of this Oscars. Uh, so, Mr. F- Mr. Phoenix doesn't thinks we're not. Uh, how he How did he put it? The natural world. Aren't we part of the natural world?
1: I thought we were and human. Yeah, I thought yeah, we were. I,
4: so
1: but I mean, you're saying we I should. believe
4: the Christian teaches in the Bible is God placed man on the earth to have dominion over the the, the earth. Something to that effect. Yeah, Am I close well, on that? Right. I mean, right. I'm,
2: but that's a subject to interpretation, you know. Does that mean that uh, you know you should exploit an animal? And that's what Joaquin is asking. But you know, I if I didn't have are milk, we in my... really
4: exploiting them? Uh, I mean, think about it. You know, if if they weren't artificially inseminated, there would be a bull in the pasture doing the jerk, doing the work. So, you know, what's what's the difference? Uh you know, the bull's still involved, You're just not there personally. And as far as the calves, the calves are treated well. They're fed well. You know, they, and if they're female, they're usually kept to uh, join the herd later, or, you know, they may be auctioned off to some other farmer that wants a good quality heifer for, for their herd. And, and as far as the bulls, well, they well, may we... or may not remain bulls. They may become steers, and then they be, may be sold off for the meat market and be made into the your finest hamburgers at McDonald's or hamb- uh, Burger King. Are we ex- so, you know,
1: are we exploiting the bull by not allowing him to fulfill his <laughs> obligations naturally?
4: <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. I guess you have to ask the bull, oh, yeah, I mean, we're, I, we're gonna I, to I don't know. Half of what he
1: <laughs> says is I try to stay anyway. as far away from bulls as I can. Although <laughs> well, Monday through Friday I'm rather, <laughs> Monday through Friday I'm close to one who dispenses it.
4: <laughs> ah, that's but a good one. I, I mean I mean, the whole thing is, is idiotic I mean we're part of the natural world you know I, we just you know we use you know natural resources for you know the good of mankind you know as long as we're not exploiting and or you know raping the earth and, and polluting and all that which you know that has happened in the past I, I won't deny that and it's but that's been you know remedied you know there's penalties for that kind of behavior and you know but the that goes on to the climate change and the, and the climate Nazis, you know, they, they, they want to attack the U S for, you know, using all the world's resource and blah, 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 and polluting work, but they don't look towards the, you know, China and and India, the world's largest polluters and, and the other countries in the, you know, the undeveloped world that uses cow dung to heat their heat and cook with, and, you know, pollute that way. So, you know, it, 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 these people on the left just make no sense to me. They'll, they'll get to their Oscars and their airplanes and their big limos and, you know, and then proceed to tell us how we should all live.
2: Well, I, think yeah. you know, I have people.
4: words for that, but I can't say them on the radio.
2: <laughs> but it does have to do with the dung that you mentioned, I bet. <laughs> well,
1: even, even Elizabeth Warren, you see that picture of her hiding from the media when they caught her coming off a private jet. She rails about <laughs> yeah. uh, all these expenses <laughs> and the climate and then she rides around in a private jet, which is, what, 20 times more polluting than a commercial airliner per person oh yeah per i've seen
4: that and i've seen the one with bernie getting out of his uh big suv go out and getting on his private jet so he could go to a campaign event you know what to rail against uh climate change so <laughs> yeah they're all a bunch of hypocrites and i have uh, no good words to say about them you know they uh what should they do catch, one of them's going to become the nominee and then we'll have to fight them that way but uh you know, they're all a bunch of hypocrites.
1: But seriously, Stan, don't you ever have second thoughts when you see one of those trucks crammed full of those little plastic crates with chicken stuffed inside of them going down the highway? Doesn't that ever give you a little twinge?
4: I'd hate to be the chicken. Yeah, but so would I. I <laughs> well, I mean, I Yeah, how you how you going to haul them? You going to or herd them into a to a single or double or triple decker uh you know, trailer well, and it's let not them run free. No, and, it's not the way it you know, used to be. Work good at the processing plant. I'll put it to you that way. It's not the way it used to I be. Tell, you remember I when somebody <laughs> those crates? It's not fun either.
1: <laughs> when somebody wanted a chicken dinner in the past, they would go out, find the chicken in the barnyard, cut its head off, pluck its feathers, and cook it. You know that doesn't become very practical in today's world where we're trying to fill, fill, uh, feed multiple millions of people. So we have to depend on some sort of processing operation to make the product available. But when I go to the counter. One Once in a while, at the meat counter, I'll go and I'll look at all the chicken that's available there for sale, and I think this is just one supermarket in one area of the whole United (laughs) States. So how many chickens have given their lives today so that we can have an Italian dinner tonight? Billions.
4: (laughs) Millions. Yep, that's right. It's not billions. I mean, it's just the nature of things. I mean, uh, you know, people in the city, New York City, aren't going to be growing chickens in their, well, I guess on their fire escape deck. You know, (laughs) that's the only place they got to grow them. Yeah, well, the food's got to come from somewhere. people want to eat, they got to come from somewhere. And, you know, all these people, you know, and that's the left. They want everybody to live in the city. So, you know, public transportation, you know, and everything. And they could control the housing and where you go. Because if you're if you're confined in a small area like that, you know, the government's got a lot of control over you. You know, whereas people out in the rural area say, <clears throat> you know, they got choice words for the government and uh, how they're going to be treated. And they're going to just be left alone. You know, these people just can't leave the people alone. I don't understand it.
1: My point was going to be that, you know, if Joaquin Phoenix thinks the cows who wind up living are being exploited, what does he think of the chickens?
2: Well, and Joaquin makes a point. You know, I, I think broad farming practices have a long way uh, to go before we can say that they are humane. So I, I think he makes a point. Humane. Po- I think Come on, he, Mark. I think, I think he makes a point. Come on, Mark. He, we know, can, th- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we can consider his viewpoint, and if farmers wish to make changes that uh, would would lead to that, I know a lot of people have decided to uh, you know not eat veal because they don't think that that's humane. Uh, humane way, you know, the cows are highly restricted and so on and fed milk and so on. So, uh, a lot of people aren't eating veal because they think that. So, if the world needs to change, then consumers can make the changes. You know, say, okay, well, I only want uh, free-range cows that are permitted to raise their kids. I know a lot of people drink, there's a ton of milk substitutes. The whole aisle is full of that. So, Joaquin has an idea, has something for us to think about. The Oscars is 100 percent the wrong place to bring it up that's my view and that's why nobody's well, watching anymore
4: that's true but now also think about the frog what is it frog raw the stuff, the, farm you farm, know yeah. the rich and high, the high and mighty and the rich like to eat at their little cocktail parties where does that come from? I know where it comes from. It's not pretty. And that is pretty disgusting.
1: Well, is that the one where they pour beer down a goose's throat and then yep. take his liver? Well, yep. I, I, That's they, it. they
4: force feed them. I don't think it's beer, but it's force oh. feeded. So they're force fed, and then they plug, You know, then they harvest the livers from them because they're all swollen up from the way they're treated. Yeah, I, you know, I find that pretty disgusting. But personally, I'd never eat the stuff to start with, but who does eat it?
2: Well, we all know who eats it. Whoever thought of that? That's what I want to know. I said, wait, (laughs) I have an idea. Let's give this hoppy (laughs) mixture, force it down the goose's throat, and when his his system starts to fail, we'll seize his liver, and we'll serve it raw. Well, somewhere
1: there must have been a drunken drunken goose who wound up getting eaten, and someone said, this is pretty tasty. Oh, my
2: gosh, this liver is (laughs) crazy. All right, thank you so much, Stan. We always appreciate the voice of common sense from Danville, PA, uh, on the line. Let's take a quickie break. We want to always remind folks about the Sunbury Motor company it's a family owned dealership and they got uh, something that other dealerships do not that's a website that is 110% super dynamic what does that mean that means every single vehicle on the lot you know, whether it's a pre-owned vehicle or a brand new Kia or a Hyundai or a Ford or a Lincoln, there's pictures of it, multiple angles, probably 20-some pictures to each one. Some come with a video that explain the vehicle and what the advantages are, what the accessories are, and you can see it up close and personal. If it's a pre-owned vehicle, the Carfax is available. So everything you'd want to know about that vehicle is there right on their website, sunburymotors.com. What does that mean? Well, if you are in the mood for a new vehicle and you, maybe it's pouring down rain or it's a day like today, it's just cloudy and cool and you don't want to go out. Well, walk up and down the aisles electronically, or go backwards. Say, okay, this is the amount of money that I have to spend, and I want to buy the vehicle outright. So for let's say ten thousand uh, dollars, ask it uh, what is what is the most reliable vehicle available for ten thousand dollars. And guess what? They have a half a dozen choices for for there for you to choose from. So, please uh, check it out sunburymotors.com. And if just no vehicle exists, well then it's time to build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln. to your precise specifications, and take uh, $10,000 times two down there would probably be the minimum, although I have Joe's Lincoln Navigator up to about 100000 bucks, But Joe's got the money. We're not worried about that, so we'll get that going. Uh, but please avail yourself of the Sunbury Motor Company and sunburymotors.com. all right welcome back we started out talking about Joaquin phoenix uh, dissing farmers for raising cows and taking the uh, babies uh, calves away and milking the cow and then putting it in our coffee so if i hadn't had milk in selling my... it at the grocery store i haven't had any dairy in my coffee in almost uh, 20 seconds now so uh al you're on the mark thanks for calling in
5: hi i think what uh Phoenix said was utterly ridiculous.
2: Oh, brother! Come on now, and you're milking this. A
5: <laughs> and a pile of bull. Oh, come on! And the, I bet he never loved uh, charred bovine flesh either. <laughs> he had all that, I'm sure. And you
1: mean shredded swine flesh, bacon? Yeah, that's. Good <laughs> I thought you were reaching for that analogy from the who was it? Uh, the um, oh gosh, that the Coneheads on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Consume yeah. mass quantities of shredded swine flesh?
5: <laughs> That's, uh, with horseradish, it's the best. <laughs> oh, uh, what's anyway. he think of governor of Virginia? You know, in correlation to the uh, veal. What's see, you know, I'd like to get his opinion on that. They put their opinions out there and then they have, we have no way to see where the rest of their thinking is gone.
2: I don't think we want to know what the rest of his thinking is. What
1: what's wrong with the governor of Virginia? Is he shredding swine flesh or veal? Milking cows? No, he,
5: you know what he does. He doesn't I mean, like my, veal. No, he uh, lets the baby be born, and then they decide if they want to keep the well, oh. they keep the bump they be comfortable, and then they want to talk it over with the parents do want okay. to get this kid alive. You,
1: you moved from him? cows to human beings. I just want to make sure I understood the transition. Well, we treat cows better
2: than we do humans sometimes.
6: Yeah, exactly.
2: There we go, Al. I nailed it for you. Thank you. All yep. right. We appreciate it, Al. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Bye. I do appreciate that. Uh, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in from rural North Embleton County, where you can probably smell dairy farm, even as we speak.
7: Oh, matter of fact, he can.
2: <laughs> good, lucky you.
7: I uh, have re- are out there in the field. It's country air so rich and fair; it stimulates the mind. You know.
2: Did you ever hear about
1: uh, the? I think it was Nebraska where they were going for a, um, um, a new state slogan, and the one of the entries that was seriously considered was "Come and smell
7: our dairy air." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that's pretty good. Okay. Actually, that, well, the idea, it keeps the housing developments
2: out. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to build too close to it.
7: But really, our priorities, we seem to find sympathy and empathy for every life form on the planet, except for the human in the womb. I mean, really. That's what I was, was really getting at, like our previous caller. And uh, I think it's sort of a, almost a mental disorder when you think about it. Um, You think about the uh, serial killer who dismembered his victims and everything, and then we find out that uh, the guy uh, worked at the animal shelter part-time and was one of the kindest people there. And it is. It's a a lopsided thing. Um, Well, here, with our pigeon shoot, the whole thing that stopped it was, Be the Pigeon. And when a lot of people thought about how horrible it was to be a poor pigeon there in a crate that's going to get shot at, wounded, neck twisted off, oh, terrible. But when we find out that a little baby human is going to be dismembered and the rest of the part sucked into a tube and into a vial, nobody seems to really care, at least half the population don't. And, Mark, I was really disappointed that you weren't at least moved. When you saw what that thing
2: was really all about, well, I mean it was a dramatic depiction of something that's pretty gross. I'm, <laughs> you have to do something other than just depict something to gross me out. So that's all. But listen, you know, Lance, you seem to think that I'm I'm not pro-life, and that's not true. I am. I argue on this show that women do have the r- opportunity to receive an abortion if they wish to. That's the law of the land, so that's all I argue, is is that you shouldn't impede that ability. But uh, personally... Should the law be changed? It uh, wouldn't bother me at all if they changed the law, but this is what the law is now, and so that I just argue that this is what the law is. So, you know, I think the speed limit in Shimoka Dam should be much higher, but you know, I, I would argue that you should observe the posted legal speed limit, and then I tell the mayor whenever I get a chance that uh, thirty miles an hour is too slow. It's forty. It
1: yeah, is not. You're coming from there. It is too. The speed limit on eleven and fifteen is forty miles per hour. <sighs> Old Trail. All right, that's thirty. You said you said eleven and fifteen. You said the highway.
2: I don't I doubt it. (laughs) Call back, Lance. We'll finish this conversation. Thank you, sir. Okay. Appreciate the call. Good, You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070, WDKOK OK, Sunbury. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Rob Center is our fabulous producer. He's been doing, well, you guessed it, fabulous job so far today. And uh, we appreciate him taking good care of us. We'll be back with more open phones. We're talking about Joaquin Phoenix and cows. This is WDKOK OK, Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
2: Great teams and welcome back to WKOK live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is across from me. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. You're the star of the show. You become the star by lighting up the line. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. You can light up our email in basket by sending a note to on the mark at WKOK.com Or you can do as one individual has done send us a note at uh, via text at 70 7-0-2-3-6. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. If you haven't signed up, it's, as I mentioned, it's our way to keep you notified about breaking news. Uh, Connect With Us is the uh, page that you'll look at at www.ktok.com, and i will talk you through the Text Connect system. We don't sell the list. We don't give your cell phone number to anybody else. All we do is send you a couple of breaking news stories each month and let you know what's happening in the world. So uh, please sign up for Text. Connect Uh, In the news, three high school students from Shikalemi were honored by City Council last night, Alyssa Keeley, Brianna Hennett, and Macy Carper, honored for helping a former Shikalemi teacher who got stuck between a protective post at a car wash and her out-of-control rolling car. City Council Monday night said the three were running near the car wash on Front Street when they heard the screaming and helped the woman, Ann Hollenbach, no further injuries there. Two Sunbury police officers have been promoted, Travis Bremen will now be sergeant, and Brad Slack will now be corporal at Sunbury PD. They're still examining where to put the new police station. City of Sunbury is hoping to win one of HGTV's hometown takeovers. Dear
8: HGTV, are you looking for the perfect small town with a lot of potential that needs some help getting back on its feet? Think Sunbury. City Administrator Jody Ocker tells us the city is hoping to win a significant makeover by the network. Deadline for applications was last Friday and the city created a video to go with its application. The video was created by Steve Patterson of Patterson Media Team. Ocker says the idea came from a group of city residents who followed the show. Ocker says the idea came about with only 10 days until the deadline, but the project was done in time. Sunbury, Pennsylvania has an amazing history. Patterson tells Fort us the Augusta video showcases how Sunbury has a lot of potential but can use a helping hand. Patterson says the video also focused on the city's history, including its upcoming 250th anniversary in 2022, Fort Augusta and the Northumberland County Courthouse and other historical places. Patterson says the meeting of the two branches of the Susquehanna River was also shown in the video. Ocker says even if the city isn't chosen, the video could be put on the city's website as a way to hashtag thanks Sunbury to promote its community and economic development. She says that idea will be proposed at Monday night's City Council meeting. A video application to HGTV from the city of Shimokin was also completed. We have links to both cities' videos posted at WKOK.com. So, think Sunbury. Macatrillo News Radio 1070 WKOK.
2: WKOK News Time. It is now coming up on 910. Uh, two other notes here briefly. President Donald Trump tried to rattle Democrats with a Monday night rally in New Hampshire on the eve of the state's first in the nation primaries. Trump, on a high after his acquittal last week on impeachment charges, launched an assault on the Democrats who tried to remove him from office, calling the episode a pathetic partisan crusade. Trump also laced into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi for her performance during the State of the Union address last week prompting the crowd to break into a "lock her up." chance. And Melania Trump has asked spouses of the nation's governors to address the issue of cyber assault and cyber bullying in their states. The first lady made the request at a White House luncheon she hosted for the governor spouses who had accompanied the nation's governors to Washington for their annual winter meeting and to visit the White House. The first lady said there is a need now more than ever to teach children healthy cyber behavior. Her husband, the president of course and one of the biggest cyber bullies in the country country, spent the last few days on Twitter belittling lawmakers and name-calling Democratic presidential candidates. She didn't specifically name her husband as one of the children, but it was obvious that's who she was talking about.
1: That would be an editorial comment on your part?
2: Absolutely not. That is a verifiably true fact. Do you have to do a crossword puzzle while I do the headlines? Well, is you're that, boring me. Is that where we, how, how far we've gone? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, we talked about Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, one of our listeners says that last conversation was probably responsible for at least a dozen people becoming <laughs> vegan. Talking That's about a the, good point. And talking about the bad puns from Lance.
1: And with respect to Hollywood, one of our texters or emailers says, Hollywood, I think you thinketh too much, and you don't use common sense when you speaketh. Do you know what actors also are called? Impossible. Touche. All right. So thank you for that. And then we have some texts that relate to, well, we have another email that just came in about eating. said, I would like to share that I lost 50 pounds in the last year, and it was not from cutting out any food group. And I didn't lose weight from exercise either. But what I did find is if I ate a little more protein rather than half the plate of vegetables, I was content longer. Protein, whether from meat or dairy, satisfies longer. Amen. Takes down your appetite. Protein takes longer longer to digest makes your stomach feel f- uh, full longer if i eat just vegetables or salads i'm looking i'm looking within 2 hours for food does concern does concern me that at some point they will prohibit eating any farm animal i don't
2: think so I don't well, think you consumers, never know. i don't think they consumers might. would put up with that but thank you yeah i'm a meat and dairy kind of guy all right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Lance was going to wrap up conversation. He quite ably uh, drew the line that Joaquin Phoenix is far more concerned about unborn children than he is, or I'm sorry, he's quite more concerned about cows than he is unborn chi- unborn children.
7: Yeah, that is uh, for sure, and it almost, uh, of course, it does kind of go along with a liberal philosophy. I mean, you can understand. Um, Pardoning the innocent and executing the
1: guilty. Just out of curiosity, Lance, how do you how Lance how do you know Joaquin Phoenix's position on birth control and abortion and things like that? I don't know what it is. Maybe he is opposed to to it, and you may be being not very oh, unfair would, to him. President would, Trump has a couple supporters out there.
7: <laughs> I would I would I'd really doubt it. I really would. I mean,
1: but you don't know. Being don't fair, you prison. don't know. <laughs>
7: And uh, know every person I ever talked to that talked like that was, let's put it that way. Okay. So I'm only going on to past experience. Well, we don't, we
2: don't have to know what Joaquin feels about to lump Hollywood into an ultra-liberal pro-choice well, clump. That, that's probably fair. I think that's <laughs> you know Lance's own safe ground there. At least yeah, on this show. Sure.
7: Well, you figure like New York State with their horrible abortion laws. Well, they've outlawed the force feeding of geese for their good livers. Totally.
2: That's where they draw the line. <laughs>
7: also, also uh, let's say uh, Bloomingdale's. You know, is out of the fur business now.
2: So just fake furs and that kind of stuff.
7: Yeah. Oh yeah. So they can see that, and yet uh, it, with impunity. Any reason at all is good. Uh, you get down to the deal where there was a, a caller that talked about uh, what would you kill for. And it's a real hard moral question where you're talking about someone is making off with your worldly goods, you know, and you shoot them. What would you kill to have that stuff? But if he's in there at 2 o'clock in the morning, though, and breaking glass, you can't really take a chance on that. But if you're there and they're going out the door and you shoot them, that, yeah, you know, it's insured worry with that mm-hmm. but that's what people do that have abortions i mean think about it for any reason i was had 10 abortions and say well it was for better sex <laughs> right you just kill it for it and it's just uh something to hang well
1: you're, you're basically saying that anybody who's concerned about anything other than abortion is doesn't care about abortion i don't buy that No, no, no. No, you are saying that. You're saying that because Joaquin Phoenix didn't mention abortion when he talked about exploiting cows— that therefore he is not—he's uh, part of the problem. I don't know that that's true. I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. I think abortion is terribly wrong. I don't think it says Mark says it's not ideal. I always like when Mark says that it's not ideal. Well, what? I hard to find said, what is I ideal.
2: Never said that. <laughs> never said that.
1: Yes, you never have. Said yes, that. you have. It Comes out of your mouth all the time. Well,
2: not about abortion?
1: <laughs> but but it—well, it isn't ideal. I mean, it's a bad—it's a bad policy. And yet, there are even exceptions to that. I would make, uh, you know, for. Race and incest and the health of the mother. I think it's the mother's choice. Many mothers choose their infant over themselves. But, you know, other than that, it should never be used for birth control. It should never just be a matter of convenience. It should never be used for selective breeding, if you will. I want a kid with blue eyes and this one that's going to have brown eyes. So, I mean, there's parts of it that are wrong and parts of it that I'm willing to concede have some. Logical uh, reason to grant it, if you will.
7: Yeah, well, it's all all makes sense. But think about uh, Donald Trump, as crude, rude, and rough as a cob is what the man is. Right? Love him to death. And uh, you do. He is against abortion because he actually saw it. He actually saw what it was on this uh, little pa- paper I get. He talked about that where, when he actually saw what the thing was about. He really turned it right around.
1: Yeah, one of one of Bloomberg's uh, campaign people said, "You know what you get if you open up Donald Trump's head? You get a putter, a cheeseburger, a porn video, and somebody else's credit card."
7: Yeah, well. That's, that's they're entitled to the opinion. You know yeah, what I mean? It's an odd one. Absolutely. Odd choice. It's just like I, I never uh, get excited when folks call me names. That's their opinion. I don't care what they call me. I know what everybody gets all uptight, you know, oh, this guy called me this. Well, okay, that's way he feels. Great. Yeah. That's his opinion.
1: I don't care what you call me, just don't call me late for dinner.
2: You got that right. Who was the hey, first person sure. to say I don't that know. old <laughs> hackneyed phrase that people keep Well, repeating. I like to
1: drag it up. I'm old and hackneyed myself, so right. I, like to, well, good I have a collection of old hackneyed <laughs> phrases. <laughs> yeah, you call it speaking. <laughs> okay,
2: thank Very you, Lance. Very good, Mark. Very good. Thanks for checking Take in, us. Take that be Appreciate. kind button
1: off. You just <laughs> lost your oh, privileges. Oh, that's true.
2: Yeah, we should have a, it, it would be like the time that you tried at your old radio station to do nothing but good news. Uh, yeah, right. If, if we just it if we were totally kind at all times. Well, I think we're kind enough to listen to people. That was an absolute offer our failure. But offer uh, Okay, so we got some texts. Yes, Joe, we do. Why we don't said, you
1: get oriented? You know where to start? I know where to start. It says, good morning, talking about climate change. I don't see Trump driving to Florida every weekend. He flies on the taxpayer's dime. And, uh, you know, the all presidents have flown on the taxpayers' dime. Yeah, but every weekend. This is ridiculous. Okay. Trump's $4.8 trillion budget cuts aid to food stamps, farm subsidies, subsidized housing for the poor, Medicaid, and student loans. Trump is for the richy rich. There is no middle class anymore, just poor and rich. Remember this, the next time you praise our president. And that's signed by Bob. Uh, another texter says, Number two, abortion never sounded better for the poor. Huh?
2: I think it starts above it.
1: Oh, birth control is another form of abortion. Number, number two, abortion. abortion never sounded better yes, for the poor. I'm not said. certain I understand that,
2: so okay, but but thank thanks you. for sending it. Yep, appreciate <laughs> that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. We're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we want you to light them up. Uh, we're talking about abortion and uh, Actually, Joaquin We started Phoenix. out talking about
1: Joaquin Phoenix and uh,
2: cows and Fred Keller. Yeah, Fred Keller (laughs) outing Joaquin Phoenix because Joaquin said that, uh, said this phrase, we feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow. And when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. Then we take her milk that's intended for a calf and We put it in our coffee and our cereal. And to that end, uh, Mr. Keller, the congressman, said, Phoenix's Hollywood elite worldview has clearly blinded him to the sacrifice and struggles of America's dairy farmers. When I travel the 12th district to meet with farmers, I am always impressed with their work ethic, thoughtfulness, and desire to help others despite facing generational industrial hardships and a libelous onslaught from anti-dairy activists. So we appreciate him uh, sending us that conversation starter. Send it to the newsroom as a news release. I'm sure you'll read it and find local papers everywhere. (laughs) You're listening to News Radio 1070 WDK. O.K. Sunbury, what's your view on this? Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark Rob is ready to answer your call now So call back 1-800-795-9565 You can email us at OnTheMark at WDKOK.com And text us at 70236 Dan you are On The Mark
6: Hey good morning guys Why before my serious talk you gentlemen talked about what comes out of Trump's head. You missed one of the important items, which I just bought three cases of yesterday, Diet Coke.
2: Oh, he drinks a lot of Diet Coke?
6: Yeah, but <laughs> that's why I'm always mentioned buying Diet Coke. See if I can agitate anybody. <laughs> but anyway, the serious topic of of elevating animals, and elevating the planet higher than the elevation of the creator is pantheism and during well since the 50s 60s i noticed especially with PETA and them kind of groups they elevate animals higher than humans and your previous callers mentioned that very well that we would sacrifice a baby out of the womb yet we have a problem with shooting pigeons and we have a problem with the dairy cow and they were put there for our servants not for us to serve them and many religions worship the dairy cow. To be honest with you, they elevate the creature higher than the creator. So,
2: but aren't we supposed to? I, yes. Aren't we supposed to treat them humanely?
6: Yep, we treat them very kindly. My dad was a farmer. I grew up on the farm. We treated all the animals kindly, and this was actually before factory farming, as I call it. Our animals were basically what you would call free range. They had it a little better than the animals today, but due to people's demand, the consumer demands cheap food, so the farmer went along with it and said, all right, we can give you cheaper food if that's what you want that it will be the grouped up chickens in a big house all pretty close together, the dairy cows, you know, being grouped together. You know, you can't farm today like my father did. He started out in the 40s with 10, mind you, 10 dairy cows. And you could live on ten dairy cows. Hmm. Today you won't you won't get nowhere with ten dairy cows. Today you see hundreds and hundreds on one operation. So yes.
2: Yeah, if you have it, ten dairy yep, cows we'll see you at the auction.
6: Yep, you will you'll starve. You'll never you won't farm at all. You can't do it today, but mom and dad lived on 10 dairy cows up to the up through the 50s and they changed But too. that's
1: that's that, largely due to mechanization the fact that you can now automatically milk a cow back in the 1890s early 1900s if you had 100 cows you needed a heck of a lot of people to milk them
6: That's true there were some big operations back then but they had a hair a lot of help a lot more help than you need today and mom and dad And me milked by hand up through the 50s till they changed to like steer, like they were talking about. They run steers, and I wasn't mad. (laughs) When they got steers, all you had to do was feed them. But I was very glad to see that happen. You can't believe how much. Because, dairy, you get up early and you're up late. So it, All right. it was a blessing in disguise, but I see society changing into more honoring animals higher than the humans. And and you can see this happening. We worship in Romans, the book of Romans that talks about putting the creation All and right. the creatures higher than the creator. And and yes, Mark, we we treated we treat animals right as well.
2: Back relievers. in the day, but maybe maybe you did back in the day, but factory farms is pretty miserable less, a lot. But ad- we got to. I
6: have to admit, it's less easy on the animals. Right today, yeah, that's that's what I think. Right. Yeah, that's what this he was talking about. Today's consumers, farms. Consumers demand. All right. That they won't pay a lot for meat and food. They want cheap food. Right. Cheap they want
2: to go to Walmart and get their meat in the puff packs and get it super cheap. Yeah, thank, you so milk, thank you so much. Chinese milk. I want nice milk thank from you, China. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank, have, thank you. Chinese
6: can I have a little message, a short one? No. <laughs> we no, have you're, to go. you're already at six yeah, minutes, Dan, go. it's twice yep, the amount of go. time. Thanks, thank so you I much. Appreciate it. I have to wait to the mark. was real right. short.
2: Okay, that's fine. All right, thank you so much, Dan. Very much appreciated. Email, please. Yes, please explain to me how a child that is the
1: result of rape or incest is any less innocent than any other child. Old white guys have very little credibility in this discussion, but they seem to have a lot to say and legislate on the subject. Yes, yeah, so
2: Joe, a, a a teenager who's raped should be forced to have the child she can't have an
1: abortion I don't think so do you I don't know Is that what he's saying I'm I'm not certain I get which side well, he's on here
2: Why would you assume that a child that's a product of rape or incest is suddenly unworthy oh we got to abort that kid so that It's the, not the that mom's it's not unworthy
1: victim. it's the fact that it's a product of not um, any anything the woman wanted to have happen to her, right? Well, a lot of women have abortions because they don't want the baby. That's where it's wrong. But if a woman is <laughs> raped and she thinks that this child is going to be a constant reminder of that trauma in her life, mm-hmm. I can't deny her the right to have that child aborted. But do I like it? No. I mean, ideally, ideally, she would want to keep the child
2: and raise it. Well, <laughs> you were fixated on that word this week. Uh, anyway, uh, but I think that good, would be uh, close to ideal. Wouldn't our it, good Mark? emailer has a point. Old white guys have very little credibility in this discussion when they seem to have a lot to say and legislate on this subject. Well, I guess it was old white guys who voted in Roe versus Wade, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Well, that's true. Okay. Uh, let's see. Down here in the textual area. Say,
1: uh, what I was saying is if your poor and pregnant Trump administration will not help you bring up your child, he is a mean and nasty person. America is for opportunity for all. I don't want the government helping me to raise my children. Do you? <laughs>
2: No, but if you cut welfare, you you, you tell women, we absolutely positively don't want you to have an abortion, so you have the baby, but then they say, oh, okay, well, now, you know, if you don't have enough money to make ends meet, or you need uh, food stamps, or uh, it has a better name now, not food stamps, but at any rate. Right, right, right. So <laughs> I don't know uh, what that stands or TANF for.
1: Supplemental something in nutrition,
2: nutrition assistance program. Uh, okay. So and you have a card, you don't get stamps anymore. But and any supplemental
1: nutrition assistance program. Yeah, that would be SNAP.
2: Bottom line, you're a smart guy, Mark. <laughs> so, but then you know, President Trump, at least in his, while well, he's done some actual cuts so far, but uh, in his budget, he wants to do more. So these are his talking points. Well, did you hear yesterday afternoon?
1: Uh, the um, director of the Office of Management and Budget was on. I think, with Neil Cavuto on Fox, and he was, talking yeah. about, he was talking about what these changes would be. And in listening to him, he makes it sound like what they're trying to do is make sure that they streamline the process and get the help that is needed to the people who need it and to cut out waste. And they're, they're enacting some of these things you could say, yes, this is going to hurt some people, but in theory, it's hurting people who probably shouldn't be on the program to begin with. Now that's what they said. Whether that's true or not, I don't know
2: because I'm I didn't crunch the numbers. Well, it's hard to unring any government bell, you know, to take something that's doing something and make it do something else. Well, I know one of the president's uh, proposals is for a work welfare program that if you receive any sort of benefits, that you have to work for them, and or you do something. It, well, yeah, you can't be uh, you can't be doing nothing, even if you're doing uh, if you even if you're unemployed. It's tied to either employment for the government or for some public good, or is that for wrong? Job hunting. I don't know. It's somewhat controversial. I I don't think it's wrong just on face value. And uh, I wouldn't want what something for nothing Trump, if I could contribute. Or, no, I mean President Bush. Well, President Clinton. Yeah, I think President Clinton. Some of his welfare changes uh, altered individuals who were trying to stay on welfare for a lifetime and el- introduced a work element. And I. I believe they're regarded as successful. I, I don't remember. I would rather do serve.
1: something to contribute to my well-being one way or another. Well, yeah, Who wants to do nothing? Just take nothing or take something for nothing. Well, I agree with you there. I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, you uh, s- I would you, find it difficult. You sit
2: around all day with a funnel in your ear letting Fox News fill up your head, but other people. <laughs> not think that, everybody. That button does that. did
1: fall off of you, didn't it? The <laughs> yes, Be Kind button.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> it just, <laughs> yeah, it becomes anti sticky. All right. We have open phones. We've got some other things we can talk about here, but we'll wrap up our Joaquin Phoenix and Congressman Keller conversation. If you'd like to weigh in on that, uh, we had tied into that. Joaquin Phoenix, very, very, very concerned about the treatment of cows. And. And, and we've summarized that the Hollywood elite has very very little concern for the treatment of and we can uh, babies. Talk about Michael Bloomberg and his flip-flop. I Let's mean, the talk man about is going to have a okay. sore back for this one. Yeah, they talk about Bloomberg like he's going to be a, a, a big deal up in New Hampshire. So, uh, we'll find out today. Voting is underway now. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. We'll light 'em up if you'd like to be the next caller. All four lines are empty. Mr. Uh, Rob Center, our producer, is just over there relaxing, sitting back. Playing Candy Crush, thinking about and the waiting weekend. waiting for the phone to ring. No, I'm just kidding. He's actually not doing any of those things over there. He's quite busy. He's a clackety-clacker uh, in chief over in that room. So we appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. He's not doing a crossword during the downtime like uh, the man across from me.
3: Hi, everybody. Steve Jones here in Lafayette, Indiana, where 13th-ranked Penn State gets ready for Purdue. We'll talk about it today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070 WKOK.
2: Welcome back Welcome to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1 800 795 9565. We started out the whole show uh, with a news release from uh, Congressman Keller who quoted Joaquin Phoenix, Now here's Joaquin Phoenix's words, he says, we feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow, and when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. Then we take her milk that's intended for her calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. And uh, Congressman Keller went on to defend the dairy industry and talk about the hardworking and... Let's
1: just say he took issue with Joaquin Phoenix. ...struggling (laughs)
2: industry, that it is. And to that end, Jackie has called in. Jackie Good morning. Thank you so much for calling us. First time caller. We appreciate that. You are on the mark.
9: Hi. I'm a local food animal veterinarian and um, I spend a lot of time in what is considered factory farms. So a factory farm, um, even around here, our smaller herds are considered factory farms. And I will bet that none of those people who are saying those things have been on the farm. Um, I have worked with large, large farms, and I will tell you that the protocols that are in place are for the welfare of the animals and that um, the health and welfare of the calves and cattle are actually better today um, than they've ever been. Nutritionally and environmentally, we are stronger today than we've ever been. They are fed to control pollution at the backside of the cows. And um, the application of the manure to the land um, is so much better than it's ever been. Um, I don't know what kind of questions you have, but if there's something you want to know about the health and welfare of the animals, I'm happy to help you. Well,
1: I well, think some people feel that large animal or lots like that are inherently detrimental to the animal's well being and uh, contentment, if you will.
9: I work with cattle that sleep on water beds or in sand because it's for the comfort of the animals. Currently, if you have in a dairy herd, if you have 75 cows and you have three calves or three cows, adult cows with a bump on their hawk, not an infection, a bump, you will not pass your welfare audit and you have six months to fix it or you're out of business. That's where we're at right now, a bump, not an infection. We vaccinate them, and nutritionally, they're better treated than our people.
2: So Joaquin doesn't know what he's talking about.
9: That's correct. And they're dealing about emotions and feelings. They're not dealing in facts and truism. And I will tell you that the truism of what we provide as far as a healthful and safety quality product is by far premier in the world and we're doing it right. We're doing it right in the environment, and we're doing it right for the cows, and we're probably neglecting our people because they're being starved financially, um, but that's a whole other topic well, what and about, marketing issue.
1: What about the cow's cries of anguish when its child is taken from it? I was just going to say that.
9: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a bit traumatic, I'll be honest with you, and most dairy cows today, um, Overall, even the even the organic grazing herd, they have more milk than they could possibly feed to that one calf. I personally raise beef, and we have one dairy cow. And we, when she calves, um, we have to add extra calves to her, so she'll raise three calves instead of one um, because she makes that much milk. So if we just left her with her calf there's a couple of things the colostrum transfer when you just leave the cow alone with the calf will not be as high quality as it is and this is a measured study after study after study as when we make sure that we're given a correct amount of colostrum to that calf on the first 24 hours that Quality jobs that we do, we can see out into the second and third lactations of the of the cattle. That's how good our data is, and how well taken care of our calves are. And um, I've not seen a lot of screaming cows. They might move once or twice, but <laughs> they're happy to. They're happy. They live um, in different situations. They're either in a stall where they stand up and, and lay down, and when they're dry, they'll go out, walk around. That's called a stanchion barn, and they have, all they have, they have feed water in front of them all the, all the time, and somebody cleaning up the poop behind them all the time. So in the free stalls, they walk around, and they have to hop in and out and walk over to the feed. But it's all right there all the time. Their in, environment is protected in the summer and in the winter. Um, they, have, they have it great. I wish I had it as well as a large animal veterinarian as the cows do. <laughs> I get left out in the cold and the rain and the wet. They do not.
2: <laughs> All right. Excellent point. Well, and I've, I've been into a farm not that long ago with the automatic milkers, and the cows love that because as soon as they get uncomfortable, then they go up to the automatic milkers, and that takes care of that, so they're happy yeah. with that. Yeah,
9: they're, the robot milkers are even better. The quality of um, milk or the lowering of somatic cell that's happened even in the last 10 years has been phenomenal. And those robotic milkers are very exciting because they milk milk each quarter perfectly. My beef cows don't milk each quarter perfectly on our beef cows that are out wandering around in the pasture. Sometimes they make too much milk and we have to milk them out to even them out. So like the robotic cows are actually being treated better than my cows that are out in pasture with calves. And we still have to deal with things like predators, even for our beef cows out in pasture. You know, the cows in the barns don't have that problem.
2: Okay, so they have no natural predators. Okay. Well, listen, thank you so much, Jackie. I appreciate the input. So, Walking uh, would would do well to spend some time in Union and Snyder County and bone up on these topics and spend a day with you and see what how cows are really treated, although he'd have to get yeah, up a I, little early.
9: I just think that um, before anybody goes condoning what someone else is doing, I think that they need to make sure that they have the facts and really have true facts, not just feelings, before they go making decisions that um, affect many other people All right, and their fine. livelihood.
2: All right. Thank you so nice much, Jackie. Appreciate the call. Thanks for listening today, and thanks for calling in. I- do appreciate that. Uh, a, a veterinarian uh, calling in after... Large animals, so she knows where she speaks. After uh, Joaquin Phoenix got us all stirred up today, and then got Congressman Keller stirred up, so he made sure that he had added a few words about <laughs> uh, the dairy farmers that he comes across in the 12th district.
1: Thinking about the cows, that stirred up the abortion, anti-abortion people, well, so uh, we've stirred up a hornet's couple nest of here today.
2: Al and Lance indicated that we take better care of our cows than we do our babies, so we appreciate everybody's input on this. Let's clear the board. Why don't we do that, right. and then we'll take a break.
1: Dick says, in defense of the president, there will be more money allocated for our air space force and the flights to
2: Mars and a possible return trip. I didn't read the whole budget, but I think the president uh, proposes uh, significant cuts for the individual departments within the EPA and uh, Medicare and Medicaid and uh, various welfare programs would be reduced. And as you indicated, there'd be some streamlinization there. (laughs) But uh, and then uh, let's see, I think those are really the big highlights. I'm not sure that there's much else that was...
1: If Uh, we get to pick who goes on that trip to Mars, I can think of some people I'd like to send. Including this texter. No, (laughs) I was thinking Nancy Pelosi would be a good first candidate. (laughs) would you?
2: I want to send this texter.
1: It says, hello, my female sheep sheep are running from the males. Do I need to stop them? Is this rape? (laughs) Laughing out loud. No, not that one. The one below. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know which one you were talking about. That one seemed rather amusing to me, so I thought that was the one you made reference to. There are many forms of birth control that women and men can use to prevent pregnancy. If women and men want to have sex without being married or even married but not ready for children, then use available birth control methods. Abortion is not birth
2: control. Agree with you there. Yeah, Amen, brother. Thank you for the text. We appreciate that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, We would invite you to call us so we can talk about anything you want. We have one clipping here about uh, Michael Bloomberg uh, as his stance has evolved on stop and frisk we can talk about that. Uh, you are welcome to email us at onthemarket.com. As he
1: evolved, what actually happened is he's running for president now, and some people <laughs> and, don't and like his former position. And it's more he's popular to be... From the uh, Joe Biden school of flip-flopping.
2: <laughs> it's more popular to be uh, against a stop-and-frisk if you would like to have minorities vote for you. So he has evolved his view, and that is just the bottom line. That is not an editorial comment. He has uh, made his... Um view on stop and frisk a little kinder. 1-800-795-9565. We can talk about New Hampshire if you want to. 1-800-795-9565.
3: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. Welcome back. (laughs) Thank you. It's your your turn.
2: All right. 1-800-795-9565. One of our texters says a note. He says, whatever happened to the older man caller who one time called about a skunk? Miskun sprayed sprayed, his, sprayed dog. his
1: dog. I'm not familiar with that phone I call. I
2: vaguely, vaguely, vaguely remember that. I know we had suggested they do the tomato juice. I do not know what uh, happened.
1: Now to that. that you say that, I do remember
2: it's some discussion sure, of tomato sure. juice on right. a dog and covered with texts, skunk We jersey. can't go back to their one and done.
1: And then our emailer says In keeping with the Be Kind movement, I would like to say that Joe and Cindy are absolutely brilliant. Couldn't agree with him more. <laughs> 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 I would like to have a statue of each on my mantle. Mark isn't half bad either. He is. Is a bit too obsequious with the Lewisburg ladies who are on Sunrise several times per week. I wonder what happened to the curmudgeon, A.K.A. the man who hates everything. He would get along well with Tom and E.B. Right. Yeah. And he's, I think
2: he said he stopped listening.
1: Oh, I think you—that was Tom. And I think you used to call Tom the man who hates no, everything. No, no,
2: it's a different. This is a different. Different one. Okay. From Sunbury. Um, well, Tom's from Sunbury. No, it's this is a different guy. Oh. Okay. He had a grovelly voice, and sometimes he would call. And he hated everything. He would email also, and he hated everything in the emails. But he would also call. Okay. Uh, and I forget his name, blank. The man who hates everything. Well, we never empty the archives. Every so often, this email archive empties itself. So well, probably we because there's six million emails. In right. There. So we could scroll down here and find out. Uh, it was it Didn't begin with a B, did it? Oh, I don't know. Was it Bob or Robert? look at these This is names not exciting for the audience,
1: let me tell look you. Look at these names going by. While you're looking for that, let me talk about Michael Bloomberg. Now we have another new email. Oh, well, let's go to it. Okay. Flip-flopping. He says, remember that our dear leader, Mr. Trump, was enthusiastically pro-choice not too many years ago. Politicians changed their allegiance to match whatever... Uh, whatever
2: go-to G-block they seek to please. Which leads you to your clipping. Now read that.
1: Right. A newly surfaced recording from a 2015 speech by Michael Bloomberg in which the former three-term mayor of New York City gives a full-throated defense of the controversial policing procedure known as stop-and-frisk is threatening to undermine the 2020 presidential candidate's subsequent apologies for backing the policy and hurt his status with minority voters. In an audio clip... From a 2015 speech the billionaire gave to the Aspen Institute, Bloomberg acknowledged that stop-and-frisk targeted minority kids who cops must, quote, throw up against the wall to disarm, unquote. The Aspen Times reported at the time that Bloomberg's representatives asked that the Institute not distribute the footage from his appearance. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> 95% of murder here's what he said. 95% of murders, murderers and murder victims fit one M.O. You can just take a description, xerox it and pass it out to all the cops, he said. They are male, minority, 16 to 25. That's true in New York, that's true in virtually every city, and that's where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that are getting killed. Now, if a Republican said that, people would be saying, oh, that's oh, racist. That's, anti-minority. That's racist. Oh, it's misogynistic. But now he's softened his view because he needs the minority vote. He cannot get elected
2: without it. So what is he, just one more hypocrite with a billion dollars? Well, maybe he's changed his view. You know, you know, like President Trump changed his view on abortion over the years. Uh, as he grew up, he became more pro-life, and uh, but so is it Michael wrong? Bloomberg has become more pro-person.
1: Is it wrong to say, and is it not? true that most crimes of the type he's describing are committed by male minorities 16 to 25. Is that a lie? I would doubt and it, it. If it's not a lie, why would it be racist or wrong to call that fact out?
2: I don't think. I he's mean, you saying that. This you This is can't. all about stop and frisk. It has nothing to do with his description but of the perpetrators. But that's that's the people
1: they stopped and frisked.
2: Right. So they just see they see anybody from a minority walking along the street it, in that an age ant- group and that
1: profile.
2: Right. So they stop and they frisk them because the probable without probable cause, it should be unconstitutional. But it is not, and uh, but it should be. It's like DUI checkpoints. I've always felt that they. should be unconstitutional because but you have to prove yourself innocent after you're stopped. If you, if let's say, 95 percent of the people driving
1: past a point on Saturday night at 3:30 in the morning are drunk. Is it
2: unreasonable to stop everybody that passes that point to see if they're drunk? Well, I think you should use probable cause. That's all. If you have a trouble with drunk driving on a particular road, uh, do roving patrols and stop people who do an infraction or a tail light. Or you, right. you, you cops have a way of stopping everybody you want to, anyway.
1: What would the probable cause be for a 16 to 25 year old walking down the street? None. You're, that individual's innocent. Right. So yet that 16 to 25 year old has a gun and he's intent on harming somebody. There was just one in Harrisburg the other week, um, maybe it was last week or earlier, yeah, it was last week, where guys just started
2: firing at somebody you know, in the middle of the street. So we should stop every person that fits that person's description of that shooter so that we could never have this kind of shooting again well, and, and frisk where, them.
1: What is society's vested interest in this? Do, you, do we have a vested interest in seeing that young black people or young minority people are not shot and killed for no good reason? I think we do. And if to do that, we have to stop other young people of color to make sure that they're not doing anything wrong. Our goal, maybe, it's, maybe you think it's wrong headed, but our goal is to save lives, I think.
2: Well, no, the goal is certainly notable, but to, to stop all individuals that fit this age bracket and this minority viewpoint and automatically, as he says, throw them against the wall and frisk them, uh, regardless of the throwing, just to stop them and frisk them is wrong. It's, it's, uh, it's an opportunity for people to walk down the street and, and be forced to prove that they're innocent, which is not the way the U.S. justice system works. No, we're
1: just checking to see how innocent they are, <laughs> brother.
2: <laughs> yes, they are presumed guilty because they're black. But if they can prove that they're white, or I mean, if they, prove can they're prove they're that, white. if they can prove that they're innocent, uh, they in in the mayor's mind, they'd be one of the few uh, blacks in New so York. So how who far are do innocent. we go to try and save lives? I mean, look at Chicago.
1: Well, look I think at Chicago would benefit department. from stop and frisk, don't you?
2: Yes, uh, probably would benefit from it, but it still would be illegal, in my view. I, I'm not sure that i have to bone up on this. It's probably going to become a big issue in the campaign, because okay. he's clearly just pandering to minorities so, so wh- he can get their vote.
1: Which is the greater ill, stopping and frisking people who have done apparently nothing deliberately right. at the moment Just fit that or on. letting young people be murdered? Well, I don't think it's ideal to let young people there you be go murdered again. It's not
2: ideal. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's far from ideal, Mark. <laughs> young people should not be murdered. I would like to go on the record as I mean, opposing the murder of young people. We always talk
1: about we need to be proactive. We need to do things that stop the violence Begin before with it the starts end in mind.
2: Why? Well, isn't that true? Don't we shouldn't we be focused on how we solve the problem? But we should make our policing Legal. I understand that you think it's okay to do illegal policing, but all policing should be done legally. I don't think it's illegal to be honest with you. No, it I, think it has, you, I, I think you're right. I think it has been uh, tested in high courts and upheld as being reasonable.
1: I mean, it's. I think. to me, it is unreasonable to suspect, to ask
2: a police officer to ignore patterns. Well, DUI checkpoints have been tested many times and they're perfectly legal. But If I, I see think a guy wrong. walking
1: down the street with a pick and an axe and he's headed to my door, am I being irre- unreasonable to suspect that this person might be planning on breaking well, and entering my uh, yeah, right. house?
2: But uh, according to your, okay, but to finish your metaphor, if I see a person going down the street who's black, I assume they're a criminal, and so I can take action.
1: No. No, I
2: I think that's what you just said. No,
1: what I'm saying is what what Bloomsburg said. Bloomberg. Bloomberg, if you have a group of people who inherently commit the majority of crimes of a certain type, Is it unreasonable to suspect they might,
2: anyone you see might be doing it? Let's talk about stop and frisk tomorrow. That's what we'll discuss. Callers, get your stop and frisk remarks ready. It's going to be the starting topic. We'll see if Congressman Keller has a good email about that, too. This is WDK, O.K. Sunbury.